I'm Zoe Miguel Mixon, and today we're talking to all the boys I've loved before. She don't mind what you say. It's okay, overplay day by day. Hello everyone and welcome back. If this is your first time joining me, the Pop Culture Papers is where I look back at papers I wrote about when I was consuming pop culture for my undergrad classes, reflect on those times and the art, and talk about what has changed. I hope you all have had a good week and happy to all the boys always and forever Eve. We'll just be jumping right in today as I have so much to say about this series always as everyone who knows me knows my love for it i drafted four pages for this today so we're just going for it <laughs> for a change of pace this comes from my reading cinema class and because our professor wanted us to do any sort of creative response i chose a poem not quite an ode but close we also had to throw in a film theory while we were at it which is why one reference may sound wonky. To give some context in case you've been living under a rock for the past three years, let's talk about To All the Boys I've Loved Before. The young adult novel To All the Boys I've Loved Before by Jenny Han was released on April 15, 2014 and quickly got optioned to be a film in June of that year. The story follows 17-year-old Laura Jean Song Covey who writes letters to her intense crushes for a sense of closure and stores them away in her hat box. She soon discovers all the letters have been mailed out and one was to her sister now ex-boyfriend Josh. To avoid broaching the topic with him, she begins to fake date another boy she wrote a letter to, the very popular and handsome Peter Kavinsky. He agrees to this to get his ex and LJ's ex-best friend, Jen, off his back. As they go along with their plan, they start to realize maybe they're not faking anything after all. Although this was planned to be a duology, Jenny surprises all with the third book. P.S. I Still Love You was released on May 26, 2015, and Always and Forever Laura Jean was released on May 2nd, 2017. The first book's adaptation was released on August 17, 2018 on Netflix with glowing reviews, gaining a large following, and a whole bunch of new readers to the books. At the time this poem was written, only the first movie was out, so more on the next one will be covered on my What Has Changed segment. I have such a love for this series. I read it the first week it came out when I was 17 and just a junior in high school. I squealed the whole way through as I completely devoured it, then started recommending it to everyone I knew, and a few took me up on it! It was the first time I really saw myself in anything as a half-Asian girl, being a teen, doing everyday things. Most characters I usually saw that I identified with were either fully white or fully Asian and rarely Filipino and I was always caught in between. Sure, I could project myself onto Hapa Queen, Hailey Steinfeld characters, but both sides of me were never seen in stories, so I thought it was beautiful that both sides of Lara Jean were always present. I reread the books in preparation for each movie and gushed to Jenny Han at every opportunity I could at author signings and online. I still identify so much with LJ, especially in her bookish and baking ways, but most of all, I think I love her optimism and the way she loves the people in her life. Sure, it was all scary at first, fake dating to real dating to trying to figure out what a future might look like with the person you love, but at least she tries and grows along the way. Now that I'm half done getting sappy, onto the context of this poem, which will be a relatively short one. Um, I use the term poem loosely, by the way, too. This no way rhymes and it looks better with the stanzas all broken up, so maybe you could see that on Monday. 
I started writing this one on a day where I literally could not stop crying and while it was for a totally valid reason, it's so embarrassing to think about now because of how things have changed. So I won't go into it. Um, I was in no position to be writing about lovey-dovey stuff, so I put it down for four days, ran up north, and then came back and finished it as a, at a surprisingly reasonable hour, but still had the original date on it because that's what you do when you pretend you weren't writing this the last minute. Um, in this, I make a reference to Jacques Derrida, but only because I had to, in which he was a philosopher who originated the term deconstruction, so when you hear that, here, that's just a little bit of context for the poem. Without further ado, here's my creative response project on To All the Boys I've Loved Before. To all the people who worked on this film, thank you, thank you, thank you. For adapting the story I've loved since I was 17, for finally letting me see a hopeless romantic hoppa girl like me on screen and be the hero of the story, for reminding me that love stories or even life stories don't need to be completely linear, for showing me that there is a strength in being vulnerable, and while that's hard to show for girls like Lara Jean and I who bury our feelings in books, baking, and being anything but somebody else's first choice, our words hold power. Whether they're written, spoken, or pulled out of us in another way, we should never underestimate them. In a way, we could see this as deconstructing our traditional expression of love and its origins by way of Derrida. Her letters are disseminated through the mail with the meanings and sentiments having changed over time unknown to every suitor. She's decentered, possibly permanently, by the instability of knowing each boy knows how she felt and has to reconcile the fact that these many letters exist without context. While I have not shared this horror, and I thank God for it, I understand her plight. Being a good sister, friend, fake girlfriend, all while she's discovering who she is. A caring human who just wants to protect herself and everyone she loves. So like I said, I use the term poem loosely here. It's more of just like a small little tribute to, to all the boys I've loved before. In commenting on this, I think that decentered was probably the wrong word because she is still the center of the story. Maybe she was just a little bit more thrown off. Um, might have been a better term, but I think I was just trying to compartmentalize like the word a lot smaller than, um, than saying like thrown off for a more casual term. I actually found the comments um, my professor left on this assignment and she said, stunning, I had no idea that you were a poet. Very artful way of working in the scholarship that is artful and analytically sound. Well done and once again, happy graduation. And she was one of my favorites during the last semester of my undergrad. So help me through a rough patch right there. Um, so what has changed? Um, these books and movies still have my heart and I will continue to gush over them constantly. I've even passed the books off to my younger sisters, the youngest of which loves the books and has reread them already. The second movie to all the boys, P.S. I Still Love You, came out on Netflix on February 12, 2020, and the third comes out exactly a year later, which is tomorrow to all the boys always and forever which i'm too excited for i will be staying up at midnight to watch it nobody can stop me as always 
Many changes were made to the second and third adaptations as they used the hot tub video plot point in the first movie, but ultimately the story and the spirit remains the same. Please watch it as I will likely excitedly talk about it at the start of next week's episode and on socials, and if anyone wants to talk to me about it ahead of time, I am game always. <laughs> And while Jenny Han has made it clear that this is her closer for Lara Jean's story, her other trilogy, The Summer I Turn Pretty, is being developed into an eight-episode series at Amazon with her as the screenwriter and showrunner, so I have no doubts that it could be another home run for her. I also loved those books in high school and will be doing a reread as it gets closer to coming out. I can't believe the series is finally ending, but it will always have my heart forever and I'll always share it with other people. And I really just hope that more people, even though a lot of people already know about it, just find it and love it as much as I do in future generations through the books, through the movies, through everything. Just, oh, it's so good. Okay, thank you for listening to my little tribute to all the boys I've loved before. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please rate and review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Big thank you to Mandala for letting me use She Don't Mind as my theme song. This was all written, edited, produced, and artwork by me, Zoe Miguel Nixon. Find us on Instagram on Pop Culture Papers or on Twitter at Pop Culture Paper. If you're interested in reading the papers with full set of references and maybe slides, I'll be uploading them on Monday, so watch out for them on the socials and I'll see you next week as we live to write another day.